Hey guys, having a hard time finding the perfect lube for your toys and for playtime? Look no further. Cake is offering high quality products so you can have the best sex of your life, whether that's with yourself or with others. From lubes uh, for your front area and your back area, along with toy cleaners and even condoms. I personally use the Tush Kush and give it a uh, 10 out of 10. I'm going to continue to use again. Go click the link in our description box below and use code HelloCake15 to get 15% off your entire order today. Again, click the link below, use code HelloCake15 to get 15% off your purchase today. Enjoy! Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and theys. Super excited. Today is a surprise episode for my sister. This is not in crazy. This is not epic, but it's epic to her and I. So I guess. <laughs> if you follow me on the Instagram, you will know that right now my favorite in my favorite human on the planet right now is Mike's Mike. I am obsessed with Mike's Mike. I will send videos to you all the time bitch watch Mike's Mike. He's the shit. He's incredible. So he okay. made this entire, I'm, I'm starting out on fire right now. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> he came out, how I found him is because he came out with this video series where he did basically season by season, a, like a whole conversation think tank, basically of pretty mm. little liars. Yeah. And if you know, my sister, she is mm obsessed with pretty little liars she is an encyclopedia (laughs) she watches it every day she's an encyclopedia for pretty little liars so when i saw this man display this mind you these episodes are an hour and a half to two hours long i was like this is it that megan needs to watch this so i sent them to her we're still waiting for part three michael get it together yeah yeah So this is inspired because I already know people have done this on the internet already. I already know people have done this. Okay. So we're not, we're not re we're not creating anything new here, but because I have the next best thing to Mike's Mike, I have my sister. We are going (laughs) to rank characters off of pretty little liars tonight on this episode's podcast. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, so before we start ranking, we have to name, we have to change up the names of everything. So we're going to go for the ter- first one is going to be called icon because I have a couple characters on here. Icons. Okay. You okay. Can, you can't kill them, delete them, leave them. The show would basically be garbage without them. Okay. Next status. I want to say, lead. Can, I, can I just give the last, the last standing, the very worst place? Can I give the name? Yeah. If you're at the very bottom, you're the fucking blob. Okay. Oh, okay. Blob is the last one. <laughs> blob. If you know, you know, <laughs> we're going to say lead character and that just because they're not a lead character doesn't mean they shouldn't have been a lead character. Okay. They, these people could have been lead characters on this show. Okay. It's second tier. Okay. Third okay. tier is we're going to call them the pretty little liar. They could have been in the, in the group 
of six. It doesn't mean that they were iconic or lead character mode because there's a couple of those pretty little liars that are not lead character mode, if you know what I'm saying. You know who yeah. you are, blob. <laughs> and so, but you could have been in the top six girls and we would have been fine. This includes boys. A boy could have been one of them too. I don't, okay. I don't really know any of them, but okay. Next one. category. I say we're going to do Mona's enemies. Mona would have loved, and we would have let them be tortured by Mona because you know what? We just don't care. You're good, but you weren't suffering because Mona was bad, but big A was like suffering. So we're not at big A status. We're at seasons one, two, three, kind of four ish. Okay. We're having fun. You're our little doll, that kind of shit. You know, we, yeah, we're not in the dollhouse. We're not in the dollhouse. Next category in the dollhouse. <laughs> you should have been in the dollhouse. Is we that, wish that- you would have been in the goddamn fucking dollhouse. <laughs> and then of course the last category, you're literally human trash and you are the blob. <laughs> the fucking blob. Okay. So our first, our first this is already populated from tier maker. So we don't have to do all these characters because some of them are like, I don't even know who the fuck they are. You probably do, but I couldn't even like give a reference. So I'm going to pick the characters that I, obviously we're going to do all the main characters, all the parents, and then some funny characters here and there. So to start off, we're going to start off with an actual pretty little liar. We are going to start with Arya Montgomery. Okay. She's not an icon. She's definitely not an icon. No. She's not even a lead character, if I'm being completely fucking honest with you. Arya's in a lot... Listen, Arya's in a lot of scenes. She really is. Yes, she is in a lot of scenes. A lot of scenes. She has a lot of... She has a huge storyline. She does take up a lot of space. (laughs) She is the blob. She's little, but she takes up a lot of space. She is little, but she... Yeah, she's little, but she is mighty. I don't want her to be tortured because I don't want her to be tortured. So she's not in the dollhouse. I don't even think she's in Mona's enemies. I think I would put her in pretty, she's a pretty little liar. Okay. What's the concept of pretty little liar again? That they weren't iconic and amazing and incredible, but they weren't torturous enough. So like, you're a pretty little liar. You can be in the, like the, the group. You can we be, to torture you. Yeah. We don't want to torture you too hard. Um, you know, we're not Hannah and we Spencer. Just <laughs> yeah. We don't want to make you like basically suffer completely like Hannah and Spencer did the entire season. Um, <laughs> oh, Spencer suffered. Emily suffered. Everyone, everyone around Emily died. Like <laughs> Aria didn't really suffer. I'm, I'm let's let for now. Let's put her as a, she's a pretty little liar. Okay. Next, we are going to do, uh, hmm. Holy shit, you have so many people. <laughs> I know. Let's do someone controversial yet brave, Paige. Paige? Paige. I, hmm. I don't know. I, only because when you think about her arc as a character 
Mm-hmm. There's moments where you think she should be part of the six because of some of the strides she makes with trying to figure out who A is. Mm-hmm. But then there's moments where you're like, no, because she's so scared, <laughs> which all the girls are. But there are moments when you think she's A for a while. I was like, oh, this bitch is part of the A team, 100%. She's bad. There's something wrong with her. Yeah. Um, hmm. I honestly would put her in this is again brave yet controversial I would honestly put her as a lead character I think she is storyline and I think she was an important character Mm -hmm. and I may probably I know a lot of people might disagree with me if you're part of the pretty little liars fandom I do think that Emily and Paige should have ended up together I think Allison Um, was a Emily yes and so I think that Emily deserved way better than Allison and she should have ended up with Paige and she was about to end up with Paige until Allison, spoiler alert, which has been how, how many years? So fuck off if you're like, oh my God, I'm spoiled. <laughs> Allison with Emily's babies. It's a whole thing, you guys. It's so complicated. It, but it's so trash. Yeah. So when Emily decides to be with Allison, because obviously it's her fucking, like it's her eggs, it's her babies. Uh, Paige decides to be like, I'm not doing this because Paige sees the trash that Allison is yes so, yeah I, I I think she's a lead character I do think um there could have been moments they could have used her more um yes. but she's definitely one of my favorite characters because she never ever just she always knew who Allison was to the core and yeah. even when it was being nice um Paige knew it was just a, a facade. She knew that the true Allison was in there, was going to do something shitty to the girls again. And yeah, she's no, a trash human. No matter how many times Allison did things bad, the girls were still there for her, even though Allison did not fucking deserve it. And Paige always saw that. She never, ever, like, even when Allison apologized to her, she's like, I, you were a trash human being. You, like, almost made me kill myself. Like, you're a piece of shit. But like, I guess I'll forgive I mean, you because girlfriend. <laughs> torturous love life with Allison De Laurentiis or be drowned in a pool by your ex-lesbian lover. Contra- yeah, controversial of, girlfriends. <laughs> of all the people that are drowned, Emily's the perfect person because Emily loves to forgive people. Oh, she loves God. to take people who are evil or have trauma and try to like heal them. Hannah literally... Does got run over by a friend of hers in a car and is like yeah sure I'll come visit you in the insane asylum it's not a big deal like your bestie like it's fine like these girls are insane friends like that's that's intense so let's talk about insane characters we're going to talk about three unhinged characters that may or may not have had anything to fucking do with the story or the plot but were just fun to watch we're gonna go to Ravenswood boys and girls so the first one we're gonna do from Ravenswood is the creepy mime where would you like to put the creepy mime from Ravenswood the creepy mime is a blob we don't care about the mime the mime is trash see I want to put the mime in the dollhouse because I want the mime in the dollhouse (laughs) put him in the hole put him in the dollhouse you're going to the dollhouse the dollhouse yeah let him suffer let him try to get out of his very fucking box is um maddie ziegler i think is her name dancing backwards like an unhinged character from a horror movie in front of spencer 
Yeah, we should put her in the dollhouse too. We want her in the dollhouse. She's crazy. Let's see she's if scary. She <laughs> what? Let's see if she can dance her way out of it. Literally backwards with her head notched <laughs> to the side. Next is Miss Trench. What's her name? Grenwald. Miss Grenwald. I love this character. I like her. I see where he's coming from when Mike talked about her. I totally get it, but I do really like her. I love her because she's definitely an unnecessary character. Like you don't have to have her to to keep the story moving, but it definitely adds to the stupidity of the show. Like there's like this fun, cool storyteller side of the show that everybody loves and whatever. But then there's clearly this like psychotic unhinged makes no fucking sense side of that television show. And she is the lead character in that television show. Yeah. I would put her as either. She's an icon. I think she's an icon. I really do. She really I mean, is. She's I really Raven- think Ravenswood icon. She is a Ravenswood icon. Ra- R.I.P. Ravenswood. <laughs> <laughs> let's do some parents. So let's do Han- let's do Hannah's mom. Is her name Ashley? Ashley Marin. Ashley Marin. What do we think about Ashley Marin? Loves to hide money in spaghetti containers, lasagna containers. I uh, like I love all of the parents. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Ashley the best. I would agree with. She loves her daughter. She will do fucking anything to protect her child. She will S that D. I love her, like her bond with Hannah. I love, I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. There are some things that go on between them that I'm like, you shouldn't share that with your child. (laughs) Um, But it's a show. So obviously all the rules are out the window. Oh, and there's way worse parents in this group and we will get to them. I... I kind of wish she knew more about A. I feel like she really could have helped the girl. She had some good strategies with a lot of the things that she did throughout the show when it came to chaos. And yeah, I don't know. I really feel like maybe she could have had a way in to really figure out who A is. So I kind of wish, like, even though it's weird to say, I kind of wish she was part of this, like the, the six. As in, I wish she had a better window with that. You know what I mean? Let's put her as a pretty little liar. She's not iconic. She's not a lead character. But we definitely in no way, shape, or form want her to be completely tortured by Mona or the dollhouse. Love her. Okay. Let's go to uh, a less controversial parent. Let's see, down here. Let's go to Emily's mother. Emily's mother definitely had a pretty good character arc for her. She obviously started out as homophobic towards Emily, which was... uh, Obviously, at that time when the show was airing, that's what they did for storylines. Right. And I think it was a one back then, especially since back then I was closeted. So seeing Emily on the screen and her journey was a big deal for me. Right. Um, but seeing how her mom overcame that was a really big deal as well. How she eventually right. came to talk with like, that is my child and I love my child no matter what. And nobody hurts my child. Like, right. That, oh my God, that scene... There, I think it was like season two or something. Yeah, because right. I think that's when it came in. There was this whole scenario where one of the parents was um, saying how Emily was getting special treatment because she's gay. Um, it made it this whole debacle, did this whole scene in front of the school, which kind of embarrassed Emily. So Emily's yeah. mom school and like bitched him out. 
And Emily was like, mom, like, are you good? And she's like, I'm sorry. Like you're my child and nobody hurts my child. And I was just like, yes, Pam Fields. She worked at the police station. So she had a lot of ins and outs. Emily that would ask. Right. So she had a lot of ins on certain um, things that were going on, certain cases that were going on that Emily would ask about. So she, she already kind of had that I open thing me. Um, not okay, knowing that in Emily's life. I was going to put her as a blob, but you're making me defend her. And I don't appreciate that. <laughs> Listen, she started out as a blob, but then she grew on me because she began to love Emily. She began to accept her. And she always tried to do what was best for Emily too. She obviously had a couple problematic scenes that I just think were stupid. Just kind of like filler. Shocker. Um, this show. Yeah. But overall, I think she... I think she could be a pretty little liar as well. Okay. She's kind of, she's middle ground. Our next parent, um, we'll go to the next least controversial parent. And that is Arya Montgomery's mother, who basically Ella? was tortured all season with every love relationship she was ever in. I think she can be controversial in the concept of her allowing her and being most accepting of her and Ezra. Uh, yeah. No, no sane parent would allow that. No, especially when you find out later on down the road about Ezra and how he's basically a lurker, disgusting, gross, as Mike would say, crotchety, crunchy, whatever he calls him. Disgusting. He's crusty. He's crusty. Disgusting. (laughs) Disgusting, babe. No, listen, it's funny because like I love Ezra, but I understand like, because I've watched the show so much that I don't see that relationship the way it is anymore. Like, I don't see like, oh, oh God, yeah, rolled in a 23 year old. Like, I don't see that anymore. I just watch the show for what it is. Yeah. But it's, it makes me laugh though, because like, mom, like, let us watch this. And she was like for Ezra and Arya too. Like she loved them together too. I don't know. Maybe like, she just raised us good enough to know like not to fuck your teacher. I don't know. They were like it's a show. Maybe they won't take it to be like, oh yeah, I can be with my teacher and that's okay. So that's like the controversial thing with Ella is that she was the one that was most accepting of it. Not even most accepting. Like she still knew it was wrong. Right. But she didn't want Arya to just close out her family and throw a hissy fit. But like sometimes you, go to, you just gotta be like, tough shit like yeah. you're not dating your fucking teacher hi adult i am not talking to you you I know would... who thought i was talking to her my little my computer thing anyway oh my god um, i would honestly i would put her as i don't want to torture her but no. i would put her as a mona enemy yeah let, let, let's uh do a little little couple things here and there to her see how she handles it <laughs> yeah i think that's a good one okay now let's get to the very controversial parents. Let's start off with Arya's dad. We'll start on the, we'll start with Byron on the bot. I'd say out of the next five parents we're going to talk about, he's on like the lower portion of trash. Mm, I don't know, girl. He's pretty trash. I would put him only because I know who the next parents are, which you should too. We only have so many left. Um, and I'm actually, and he's pretty yeah, and I'm not doing Emily's dad because no one cares, no one knows. Um, no, we like him. <laughs> we like him, but he's not, he's nothing. He's literally nothing. 
that there's no real story to him besides he's a war veteran so you kind of like really love him and he loves emily so you can't hate him you know he's a blob there you go he's a blob the blob um byron i don't want to put him in the dollhouse torture him but i definitely want mona to maybe like (laughs) do a couple things to him, turn him into a doll, maybe run him over with a car once or twice. I don't think that would be bad. I, cause he, Byron, there's, Byron had a huge story arc. <clears throat> Obviously he cheated on his wife with a student, which is why, you know, when you follow Aria's story, you think maybe Aria did that because that's what she saw and she thought it was okay type of vibe. Yeah. Um, he gets with a student, but then he's on his high horse, like, this is wrong. She, you know, he should have known better. And it's like, well, you should have known better, Byron. Um, he, I mean, he only has a couple scenes where you really start to be like, oh, maybe he's not that bad of a trash person. Yeah, but then um, you have a storyline with at with Allison and that whole thing. And first of all, a 15-year-old threatening an adult man and being like, I know things. Yeah, it doesn't happen. No, that's At not gonna not happen. Or in like that doesn't no. happen. Um, you go, okay, good one. And then the adult, you know, whether they're, it's not them, like their parents will threaten, like the kid doesn't fucking threaten. Right. Um, I vote Mona's enemies. Nah, I say put him in the fucking dollhouse. Let him suffer. All right. You're the lead character in this arc. So (laughs) in the dollhouse, they go with the clown and the creepy backwards girl. Make him suffer. All right. The next character of these um, slightly controversial parents is Allison's father. Oh, dollhouse him too. Dollhouse him too. Okay. He's yeah. just mean and talk just, about just ew. like my dad with his photo. His photo was like half of the dad's face. I was dying. I was like, yeah, let him suffer. He's a trash human being. Did you hear when he said that he looks like the eagle from the Muppets? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that is literally spot on. I was like, you can't get, you can't, that's like twins. Yep. No, he's a trash human being, a trash parent. Yeah. Like, oh, the things that he did to his children is so fucked up. All right. Next parent is Spencer's dad slash what's his face's dad slash he's Jason. everybody he's everybody's baby daddy apparently <laughs> so spencer's, pretty much spencer's papa i it'd be easy to say to put him in the dollhouse but i want to make him mona's enemy because i want to see him sweat yeah i think he's a little bitch i'm gonna be real i'm gonna be honest i think he's a oh, little yeah. bitch like already know that because he already paid off so many people for so many things like i bet if mona was like hey i have this dirt on you he'd be like what do you want you want all my money but mona would be like i'm gonna i'm gonna make you suffer i don't want your money how does that feel and he'll be like what do i do now like what do i do if i can't give people my money to shut up and all he did let's be honest his wife who is next on our list was doing the fucking hard work she was sticking her hands and everything she was everybody's attorney that's right it's spencer's mommy (laughs) <laughs> she's an yeah, icon there's adopted mother but she that's is, a whole story uh, in itself in my opinion she is an icon she's literally everybody's fucking attorney on this television show she's yeah. hands down the worst mother ever <laughs> she well listen you know like 
she's that type of character because anytime Spencer was in a debacle, she's like, just wait till my mother gets here. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, she'd get in so much trouble and her mom would show up and then her mom would be like, you are staying in the house for two months. Spencer uh-huh. would literally walk out the house. Like, where's your mother? It's because yeah. she's too busy being the attorney for everybody in this fucking town from all your shit mess. She doesn't have time to be home. Yeah, Spencer's mom is uh, a roller coaster. You never hate her, but you never love her. You're always kind of in the middle with her. But she is an icon. She is <laughs> She is an icon. She cannot, you cannot have this show without her, mainly no. because no one would have representation. So that they need her. <laughs> she's the only one. <laughs> She's crazy. All right. Now we're going to get to, you're going to have to explain this better than me, but let's start with Allison's mom. And then we'll go to Spencer's mom. Spencer's birth mother. Spencer's birth mother. So we're going to, who are twins. And Jessica. If you you need to know like the entire plot and storyline, I will literally, I will link in this video, Mike's storylines for everything. it's incredible, but we don't have time for that. We just have time oh. to talk about how iconic they are. So let's go with mommy, blonde mommy first. Where are we Jessica. putting her? Jessica? Jessica. Um, Jessica De La Brentes. Jessica was interesting. I like, obviously I like Jessica because Jessica accepted Charlotte. Right. But that in itself is a whole other fucking story. She only really seemed to care about Charlotte. She didn't really seem to give a shit about Jason and Allison. Well, um, Jason, love Jason. Who honestly would give a shit about Allison? Let's be real. I mean, facts. <laughs> I would <laughs> we, put her... <laughs> what? We know where we're putting Allison. Where she should have been instead of her fucking friends. Oh, literally. I think Jessica is... I'm sorry. I think Jessica's a blob. Yeah, we honestly, the story could go on without her. Like her sister is more iconic. And again, I think it's for the, she's not an icon, but definitely her sister is more iconic in the same way that the Ravenswood woman is like absolutely unhinged, makes no sense, kind of fucking out there and crazy. And literally the only difference between this actress is a wig and not a good one. So it's kind of iconic. I preferred Mary Drake over Jessica De Laurentiis. Um, right. I, the storyline I feel for Mary Drake was obviously more chaos, which fits with the show. Right. But I preferred her character more, and I pre- preferred the scenes that she was in over Jessica. Jessica was just really annoying. And again, she didn't really... People might say, like, that's stupid. You need her to have the story go on. But there are so many different ways that you could have had the Allison Knight go based right. on watching fucking show think about all the things that happened that night you don't have to have jessica like burying allison like there's so many different things you could have done with allison's death and what they did so like we really don't we don't need jessica jessica can just be null she can be in the background like jessica's character is just very soap opera to me very days of our lives Ah. like It's same with it. Mary Drake. Like she's kind of the same, like there, I think Mary Drake is definitely in like either the, she's either a pretty little liar or she's a blob you pick. Mary. Yeah. She's a, she's a blob. She's a blob. I think they're both blobs. It just is what it is. 
If you Again, think this- who Ori is in the Pretty Little Liars chart, she doesn't compare to them. No, like- no. The rest of these psychopaths? No, not even close. All no, right. So-, so now let's get into some law and order here. Let's talk about some criminals doing criminal things, but are actually the police, the cops, and the people that are supposed to apparently fucking protect us. <laughs> they should not have been. So we're going to start with Mr. Garrett. Garrett Reynolds? Garrett Reynolds coming to the stage where do we put mr garrett this is where we're gonna get real controversial because some of these characters are iconic but also need to be in the dollhouse tortured by the clown so i just actually watched the halloween episode where they're on the train and garrett gets murdered so shocker favorite of mike's mike favorite iconic episode um I feel like Garrett was misunderstood. Do I think he did shady shit? Of course. But I think yep. the way that he portrayed his character is weird because when you start off, you really like him because Emily knows him and you're like, oh, we have a cop on our side. Like we can trust him. And he was helping them. And then he is with Jenna and they just make him to be this crazy enemy. I am not talking to you, woman. Sorry, my you know who starts with an A. I can't say her name. A, oh my God. Ace contacting us. Um, <laughs> he is with Jenna and he just loves Jenna and wants to be with Jenna. And when he tells his story in the end about like the whole night, he's like, Hey, I was with Jenna. I made Jenna think that I killed Allison, but she was alive when I left. <sighs> I don't know what to do with Garrett. I want to put Garrett in. I kind of want to put him either I kind of want to put him in like the pretty little liar like he's kind of in the limbo he's not horrible he's not iconic or a lead character I don't want to put him in the dollhouse I feel like he is kind of like you know how like in every group because obviously he was in what's the group called the NT what the hell was they called the NAT club NAT club they were in the NAT club I feel like in every club, there's always like the one guy that's like a tag along and got dragged to it. And it's probably the moral high ground out of everybody. And as the one that's getting everybody out of trouble. Yeah. And that's him. Yeah. I really do think he is that too. So I, I'm going to say pretty little liar. Yeah. There's really no other, I don't really like him in that spot, but it is the best out of all the choices. Cause he's not a blob. He's, no. he's definitely needed to move the story along in multiple, yeah. multiple times. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So next is going to be this little hottie. Do you see who I'm talking about right here? Right here. I cannot know. Um, he's the cop that Hannah had a crush on. He's super fucking hot. He was in like season four, I think three or four. Oh not, shit. Not Wilden. We'll talk about him soon enough. He's fucking disgusting. I don't know what you're talking about what is his name? I don't remember his name. Well, let's blob. <laughs> he's a blob. He's, blob. he's really he's not needed. He no, really he's not needed. Top lady that comes in is more needed than him. Oh, we will get to her. Let's get to Wilden. Where the fuck is that little fuck face's face? Put what him in the dog. Put him in. Oh, right here. Here he is. That nasty little slut. He's in the dollhouse. This is literally disgusting nasty gross cringy fucked up manipulative little shit 
And he is one of the, if you like, you know, he's good at what, at his character, because I would see him in the street, be like, you're a fucking trash person. I hate you. He's a horrible, I, you're fine. He is a horrible person. So I'm totally fine. Bye bitch in the dollhouse, the clown. And I hope Maddie Ziegler literally rips your head off. <laughs> oh my God. I hate him. He's so horrible. I hate Anytime he's on the screen, I'm like, get him off my screen. Get him off my screen. All right. Next, we have the incomparable, the wonderful, the lead lady cop. Uh, Lieutenant Tanner. Love her. Especially- no, I love her. I, yeah. I, I mean, I am kind of like, eh about her hold on it's really throwing me off that i can't think of this guy's name sorry hold on where's my phone um hold on we'll find it people that are actually listening to this are screaming at the tv right now (laughs) i know and i should know this but for some reason i don't because he's just that i don't really give a shit about him oh my god what a great picture of that guy michael grant is connor no Riley, uh, oh da, 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 da. Sexy in that picture. Mathis Collins, no. Cam- Andrew Campbell. Ren Kingston, we love you, Ren. Oh, Sean Ferris is his name. Uh-huh. And he played he played Detective Holbrook. Holbrook, oh my God, that's, yep, okay. He played Detective yep. Hol- Holbrook. Yeah, we don't give a shit about him. Anyway, no blog. Lieutenant Tanner, I really fucking hated her when she was first on the show. She annoyed the shit out of me. But when you yeah. think about it as an adult now, she's an icon. She's an icon. I think she's an icon. But, I think she's a legend. She is literally half the reason why they even got the fuck out of the dollhouse. She's an yeah. icon. Yeah. No, she didn't fuck around. Like when she was pressuring the girls and all that shit, I was like, you know what? Go off, sis. You tell them. Get their shit yeah. together. Yeah, she's an icon. Next, we have our wonderful, beautiful, again, another iconic, also really fucking interesting therapist who basically solved who A was in less than 24 hours, but the girls couldn't figure it out for fucking two seasons almost. So figure that one out. (laughs) I think she is an icon. She literally figured out who A was in one episode. I mean, yeah, she's just, she's literally just an icon for that. Besides that, she doesn't really serve a purpose. I think she's an icon. I think she's the, she's finally, and again, controversial, but I love that she's kind of the first adult that I think the girls actually trusted and wanted to tell about A and she listened to them. And if she's not an icon, she's a lead character. I love her. I think she's great. She's definitely not a fucking blob. (laughs) No, she's not a blob. She's yeah. She's iconic for that. I think she's an icon. I think, I think she definitely helped carry a storyline, not the story, but she helped carry a season, a storyline. Um, she was very helpful her season. So I liked her a lot. So now let's see what let's now let's go. We're going to save the pretty little liars for last. Now let's go to, uh, relationships, boyfriends, girlfriends, and everything in between. So we're going to start off with, let's go with the big hitter. Let's go with Toby Kavanaugh. Toby Kavanaugh was a part of the A-team. Uh, Spencer's boyfriend, 
had a very controversial relationship with Jenna, his stepsister. Not wanted though. She forced himself. She forced herself. No, I'm just like, I'm saying that for the listeners, honey. Okay. Um, so that people don't know that if people that don't know that they're not thinking that he did that, she did that to him. It does happen the other way. People, um, he's nasty. Yeah. He was part of the team to help Spencer. He wasn't there to hurt Spencer. He was there to help the girls. Like other fucked up characters that we'll be speaking about soon enough. He was trying to help, um, Spencer find out who A is because she wasn't telling him anything. He's like, fine, I'm going to go get answers myself. And he decided to join the A team. Um, I think... Here's my thing with a lot of them, with a lot of the, like, him, Caleb, uh, Mona. Um, I wanted... I want a lot more of them when it came to the strategi- strategizing that the girls did. Right. Because they were in scenes like they always had good info right more group scenes with them um and he's a huge character i mean he 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 paves the way of a lot of things that move in the first season he's Um, definitely a beginning to end character he was in it for the long yeah yeah yeah. like he he's a big character and his his story arc is interesting I prefer Toby in the earlier seasons versus near the end, of course, because near the end, I'm like, okay, who really gives a shit about Toby? My um, favorite Toby, and I didn't even know I knew this or needed this, is definitely do-rag Toby. That's, um, <laughs> that is, I didn't realize until I watched Mike's video that he had that stupid 901 tattoo on him. It's so, they did him dirty. They did him real dirty. They did his um, character so fucking dirty. I was like, this is white trash. What is happening? Yeah, I guess we should put him in the lead character category. That's what I was thinking too. I think he's the, I definitely think he's lead character. Like, I don't think he's an icon. I, no. they can fit any hot guy in here. Like, whatever. Yeah. I don't think he's a pretty little liar and I definitely don't want him to get hurt. So, and he's definitely no. not a blob. They needed him for a lot of things. He was so helpful to them. And he honestly was the one boyfriend that I think every single one of the little liars, even like Mona and stuff had some type of like their own friendship with him. Whereas the other boyfriends really stuck to their own person um, or their girlfriends. Like they stuck to their own person. Whereas he literally was in a, like he had a friendship with all of them and he was almost kind of like an extra, he was almost like a pretty little liar himself. Like he was another part of the group there, you know? Yeah. So I, I, I love Toby. I, he, he is what he is. Um, yeah. let's see, where is Mr. Caleb? Where are you, Caleb? Caleb. Next is Caleb. Um, Caleb is obviously a lead character as well. Um, okay. he, he, I definitely think he should have been part of the six more than he was. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's the fucking he's a fucking hacker. Like he could have yeah. done so much more for them. He already did so much for them. Why but he didn't find him. If Hannah had just included him, and I mean, you could say risk risked his life for him to help them because they're all risking their lives. But maybe he could have cut the cut the ties a little sooner with his yeah. uh, hacking. 
that he could have done for them to try to figure out who A was sooner for them. So they had less torture going on in their lives. Yeah. You had a world-class um, hacker and he couldn't figure it the fuck out. I don't understand. He was like, yeah. and like his whole, <laughs> the reason why he's not an icon is because of Ravenswood. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah. Of all the love interests, he's my favorite. He is my favorite too. I was all like, they were, they were end game for me. I love the two of them so much. I love both their characters. I love overall. He was such a good boyfriend. Like he was never the reason why, what? He's such a good boyfriend. I love him. Just thinking about something that I realized after watching Quinn and Liars for the thousandth time. What? That anytime there's like, Hannah is in a chaos moment. She's always the one that either eats shit, cuts her leg. Like she's always the one getting hurt. And then Emily is always the one like having an adrenaline rush. And she's like, let's get the fuck out of here. She yes. Just, Anna just kills me because every time she'll fall and she'll be like, damn it. And they're like, Hannah, oh no. <laughs> Hannah is, uh, Hannah's oh. a great character. I love Hannah. Don't talk about Hannah yet. But All yeah, right. sorry. Next. That we talked about both of them. Sorry. Next, uh, boyfriend girlfriend is going to be where is he hold on a second i will find him i just saw his big giant head is ian melissa's ex baby daddy but not really a baby daddy kind of boyfriend kind of made out with spencer kind of a fucking pervert sick fuck face that's mm. so obviously he's a creeper he would want, he would videotape the girls while they were changing. So obviously, fuck you. Yeah. But I do think in the end, he really did. I do think he really cared for Spencer in the end and really did love Melissa. But I don't know. They don't really touch on a lot of things. There's a lot of gray area when it comes to his story arc. There's a lot of things that they don't touch on in the end that you're kind of left like, what? It, well, what about this? What about that? Like, they don't they don't answer a lot of things that, they showed does that make sense yeah um where you where you can make more sense of ian's character right um could the story have gone on without him no because he kind of sets up a lot of why spencer is the way she is he's definitely a catalyst for a lot of things for basically spencer's whole family exactly and allison he's a huge part of allison's storyline yeah so you do need him because he puts he puts together a lot of puzzle pieces from that night especially which is Um, crazy because he's only in season one yeah but they carry him on over and over and over and over and over and like he's just a huge piece of the puzzle i think he's a piece of trash person but honestly i think he's a lead character i think they needed him all season he they kept going back to him all the time it's either that or he's Mona's enemy. I was going to say, let's let him suffer with Mona. Mona could do some Mona. shit to him. Works for let's me, bitch. Him. Add another doll to the dollhouse. Add another doll to the dollhouse. All right, Did I'll give have- you a... Okay. You what? She has her own dollhouse. Oh, she definitely has something. All right, let's... I think that's every... Oh my God, why didn't I not... Maya yeah talk about done fucking dirty yeah you just did her dirty by almost forgetting about her i know uh, poor maya what a great yeah. character! i thought she was a great character See, listen if maya didn't get killed off i would have wanted maya to end up with emily but she got killed off so it was Paige. 
Right. But I think she also needed to get killed off because it helped the, it helped the story. And honestly, that was like the first wicked sad episode of Pretty Little Liars where I was like, oh, this is sad. This is fucked up. What were with the whole Nate like storyline? Yeah. And then Maya dies. I'm like, this character's got done dirty. We should have kept this character longer. I liked her. Oh, wait, or are you talking about the end of season two where they find out about Mona and then they find out about Maya being dead? Right. When they find, when they come to the, when they come to the house and they tell, like Emily's mom tells her, it's Maya. You're acting. Huh? That was top tier acting by Emily and Spencer. Yes. They're like, it's it's Maya. And it's like, it's so sad. So, so sad. Yep. No, I think Maya, I wish I would have had more of Maya. I would like to put her as a lead character. I would have liked more of her. They had a lot of her, but not enough. You know, I love her character. We'll put her as lead character. I think she's a good character. And I agree with you. I think that she could have done a lot fucking more. All right, let's do, we're only going to do two of the siblings because only honestly two of them matter. We're going to start off with Spencer's sister. Okay. Name Melissa. Melissa. Okay. Melissa, because Melissa is a fucking crazy person. Melissa Um, roller coaster of a story arc. You never know if she's the good guy or the bad guy. No, you never know if she's protecting Spencer or if honestly, she's literally trying to bring Spencer down because her and her sister are so competitive. There's an, there's a season where she has a fucking fake pregnant belly. It's a, it's a, she's marrying these trying to marry these fucking dead dead ian with possibly a baby but there is no baby and she again just like spencer apparently wants to date everybody in this town it's obnoxious yeah i don't know what to do with her because i don't i think she's suffered a lot (laughs) um i mean she got she lost her husband she lost her baby she lost her fiance to spencer um she found out about spencer kissing ian like she went through a lot of trauma Spencer's kissed all of her boyfriends. Yeah, Spencer seems to want what she wants. Once we get to spend, I'm saving that little bitch for towards <laughs> the end because she's a psychopath. She's crazy, and we're not. And I'm talking about Spencer. I'm not talking about the other fucking one. Oh, um, I. This is my thing. Is I hate that halfway. I think through the Pretty Little Liars. I think she got put on to Chicago Med. I believe. So she ended up leaving because mm-hmm. I think season one, two, and probably even three, I think she is an icon. I think she's so good. Her character's incredible. Her character is a torturous little bitch, but also at the same time, you feel bad for her because Spencer's also a torturous little bitch. So, yeah. but then as we kind of like trickle down more, I think she's more, she's either a league. Nah, I would say she's a pretty little liar. Like they need her yeah, and she's like a gateway to a lot of the boy problems. But they clearly didn't need her towards the end because they didn't have her for almost, what, two seasons? Yeah, she was, like, off in fucking London or something. And even when Spencer went to London, Melissa wasn't there. Like No, (laughs) she's like, I'm in London. And it's like, you just went for Ren. Well, Ren, where's Ren? Ren, where are you? Ren. Ren Ren was... um, the thing is, is you want to be controversial about Ren, but they needed Ren for all the hospital scenes that season. Well, when you think about Ren, though, Ren is also a predator. Oh, if you were 
around 23 years old and you are a male on this show, you are going to be cast as a predator. (laughs) Cause he, I forgot that he tried to get with Hannah as well. Yes. And Spencer and that's it. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's it. Um, I want to put him as, I want to put him as a Mona's enemy because I, we needed him to get through the hospital scenes because he's literally half the reason why we even got in the hospital half the time. Yeah. Um, and got information that we needed, but at the same time, predator, sick, disgusting, gross trash. Yeah. I feel that. Okay. So now let's get to (laughs) the iconic women of this television fucking show. Okay. We have our four pretty little liars. We have Miss Mona. And then we have Jenna. These are going to be our last six ladies because these six are, in my opinion. Are we going to talk about Ezra? Oh, I forgot about him. (laughs) I blacked out. I blacked out. Ew, Ezra. Fucking Ezra. Ezra Ezra Fitz is disgusting. Obviously, Ezra Fitz is a predator. When you find out Ezra's real storyline that he knew Arya when he saw her, first of all, when he met her in a bar, she shouldn't have been allowed in the bar. And first, he knew. And he knew her age. He knew of her. He knew he was Alice. He knew that she was Allison's best friend. Disgusting. And he wrote a book on Allison because he was trying to be a great writer. Oh. He is a trash person. He is disgusting. He's so disgusting. I can't even find him on this fucking list right now. <laughs> He's so gross. It's just the, like the older, the older I get, the more I realize how just gross his character is, how horrible it is. And I don't like that. They tried to almost make that story arc about him knowing about, knowing about her. They almost tried to make that story arc, like a, like a redemption or something. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's no redemption. He's a disgusting pedophile like which sucks because i love ian harding and right. i love he's a great actor and i think right. he played the actor well not sounding like not making that sound like oh he played a great predator like no like right he played he played ezra fitz really well he played a great predator so it makes me sad when you when you actually look at it and you're and i'm older now and i look at it and i'm like wow he's actually like yeah in the, the fucking dollhouse you go burn alive like uh-huh. ezra, ezra fits in the dollhouse i'm sorry uh-huh. i can't change your mind no in the fucking dollhouse his character is disgust <laughs> his as mike says his character is disgusting <laughs> he's crusty um, he's crusty all right also well, also mona and jenna you're gonna say in your opinion in your opinion I also skipped Allison's brother, but I don't care. Um, we're also who cares? Also, who cares? Um, so the <laughs> six of them are gonna talk about, and then we'll say the final two, the oh. um basically two of the other A's, which was CC, who's yep. also not CC. Right. And then Spencer, who's also not Spencer, who's her twin who's all kinds of fucking craziness. So let's start off with Mona and Jenna. Okay. So Mona and Jenna, in my opinion, you cannot have this show without the two of them. No. They are so iconic. If you just take away the part of 
like if you take away the plot and stuff and all that shit, if you just take away the iconic things that they say, the funny lines they get to have, the craziness they get to do, the way they manipulate the entire cast on this show, the way Jenna tricked everybody into thinking that she was blind. And then for a couple months, she wasn't even fucking blind. She just pretended she was. She's Mm -hmm. incredible. She's dating a fucking cop. She's doing this crazy shit. She's trying to make out with her fucking stepbrother. She's nuts. (laughs) Mona is running bitches over. She's fucking torturing them, but trying to teach them that, trying to make them think that they're like best friends, but they're not. Yeah. Iconic. Has a lair. She's a 16 year old girl with a fucking lair at a motel. She's incredible. Yeah. Mona is better than an icon. She is above the icon. is the character. Like you cannot have Mona and you can't have pretty little liars without Mona. Mona is the character. If I had that tier for her, I would. Mona is pretty much the only reason that Steph will sit and watch Pretty Little Liars because she Mona is her favorite character. Yeah, Mona is the she's just she is the best character on that television show. You cannot yeah. convince me otherwise. Icon, icon, legend. Yeah. I'm gonna put her as the first icon because she is the icon. Yeah, she's the icon. You can't have Pretty Little Liars without Mona Vanderwall. No, and I think Jenna is. You can convince me not if you want, but I think Jenna is also an icon. I think you can't have that show without her. I think she's incredible. Her storyline of how she became blind because the fucking girls blew her up. It's great. (laughs) It's great. Yeah, she, out of all the storylines, I feel like Jenna's is like the most craziest one. Oh, yeah. She's all over the place, but everything that they do with her, you can't not have Jenna, so... It's crazy because you get an entire backstory for a lot of these main characters. Mona, barely any backstory. It's all forward-facing story because she's so fucking crazy. We don't have time to get back to the backstory. We only have time for Crazy Town. Yeah, you or you or you just know that she was fucking tortured by Allison, and that's pretty much it. To the point of psychosis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like absolutely fucking nuts. Absolutely nuts she's crazy i love her i'm so obsessed with mona i love mona Mona. oh god it's so true though oh my god (laughs) like she's not just was it she wasn't just bullied she took the bullying and said i'm going to become a serial killer (laughs) crazy torture the torturer 10 times more than she tortured me yeah like serial killer crazy but not on a cc level No. no 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 That's a different level. Fucking CC. Whole another level. All right. So let's start off with, let's start off with my least favorite Pretty Little Liar, which we already did, was Arya Montgomery. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do my next two, I guess if I had to rank, if I had, okay. So if I, if I had to rank the Pretty Little Liars, the four of them, it would be Arya's last. It would be Emily. It would be Hannah and then Spencer. Spencer's my favorite, not because she's like fantastic. Like she's my favorite because she's so fucking unhinged. I love Hannah because she's so funny and I love her character and I love her and boyfriend there. Emily, I love her. I think she's great. She's just, I didn't vibe with that character. And then Aria is a whiny little bitch who, wah, I can't have my pedophile boyfriend. (laughs) So let's do Spencer and Emily next. So... We're doing Spencer and Emily. Okay, so Emily. Emily. Obviously, I love Emily. I loved her storyline, but I do. There's things about Emily that piss me off. 
which Paige points out and is like, girl, you're too forgiving. You are too headstrong when it comes to certain things that you shouldn't be headstrong about. Right. Um, but she did go through a lot of shit though, that she didn't need to go through. I mean, she, she, her swimming career got fucked because of a, yep. Um, a lot of her relationships got fucked because you know, they were murdered. Um, and then like having to end up marrying dating out or like marrying having babies with Allison yeah but like the fact that she went through all that trauma and to still have such a big heart like says a lot about her character you know and that she's still so trusting of people um because I would not be if I were her um I'd be alive if I were her I'd be like I'm done I'm out (laughs) like I can't (laughs) I think she's a gay icon for gay uh, queens and teens she was a big deal back then right I really do it really wasn't that long ago but it feels like eons ago (laughs) literally it was like 10 years ago though yeah but she just I think I don't fucking know I really want to put her in the pretty little liar category great because that's where I wanted to put her too bye (laughs) yeah (laughs) next is Hannah um, I want to say Hannah is an icon because she, okay. like I said earlier, she always ate shit on everything that they were doing. She has the greatest one-liners. She's so fucking funny, but she also is somebody who's super blunt when the girls are trying to be like, Ooh, super nice. Hannah's like, no, this is the fucking tea. Can we figure this fucking out and get shit going? Right. Like she mess around. She doesn't dick around. Like she's ready to figure shit out. And we got the- shit to do. Yeah, when the other girls are kind of being like, oh, well, we might hurt their feelings. Hannah's like, tough shit. Do you want to figure out who this is or not? Like, let's do this. She's definitely the um, comic relief as well on this show. Like, she's is. she's so funny. And like you said, she has the best one-liners. She's the most honest out of all of them. She's very blunt and straightforward. She yep. also has the same, same like Emily. She has a huge fucking heart. And she loves, like, she loves Mona this entire fucking series and Mona is so horrible to her and the group and everything and she ran she got run over by a car and was like it's fine Mona and when Allison came back though I like that Hannah was one of the first people to try to like kind of push herself away from that realize like because she knows how Allison is right and she didn't want to be part of that and the other girls kind of like why aren't you being there for Allison and she's like because this bitch was never there for me she made me all the time she always called me fat like I had an eating disorder and Allison didn't give two shits and she kind of like monopolized on that. Right. Like I'd say, fuck you too, Allison. I'd be like, please don't come back. Stay. Like, I'm glad you're alive. Good for you. But stay the fuck away from Rosewood, please. But go away. So, no, she- um, okay. I love so next is going to be um, Spencer, actual Spencer and Allison de la Rentes. Um, so Allison, I'm already putting in the dollhouse because she should have been the one to get tortured and fucking shit. The girls did not deserve half the shit that they went through. It was all because of just being associated to Allison. So fuck I'm going to put her in between Maddie Ziegler and the clown. She gave it tortured by them. Sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sandwich style. I would agree with you. And that, like people could be like, oh, you don't understand. You're like, no, she's a trash character. I no, I do hate- understand. I I definitely understand. The crazy part is, is that like that. This might be weird to say, but it's almost like the show didn't need Allison. This like the character, 
they Fair. needed Allison, just the existence and presence of her. They didn't actually need Allie. They just no. needed this fake version of her. They could have had the rest of the series without her coming back. Yeah, without even a physical being of her. Yeah, they would have been fine. Just talking about her moved the story along. And that's the only time. And like the flashbacks that they did, that was fine. But having her back, oh, I hate watching that season when she comes back because she just annoys the shit out of me. I can't do it. Which I mean, props to the girl who played her, Sasha Peterson, I think is her yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. Um, or what, I don't, I think I said her name wrong, her last name wrong. But Sasha who played her, mm-hmm. if you can hate you because you're that evil of a human being you're acting as on point so like good yeah. for you like I don't hate you I just hate the character you played <laughs> again yeah agreed I think I think they could have gone an entire series apparently according if you watch Mike's Mike according to him they were going to kill the show off around like season six I think or something like that but like Freeform loved it so much and clearly they want to make a buck. So they kind of kept going because I guess like around season six is where a lot of TV shows drop off because it's kind of like that sweet spot that you can kind of fit as much in and have good stuff going on. Um, Mm -hmm. And they could have gone six seasons, completed the whole storyline without Allie even existing in the current time frame. They could have just done past her screenshots of her, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like you said, and they just were like, you know what? Let's just really go balls to the fucking wall. And she's just a horrible person. She was a horrible person to the very last episode. It, I don't, I don't like that Emily was with her. I, I hated her. I thought she was horrible. So yeah, in the yeah. house you go. Next we have Spencer Hastings. Spencer is another one of my favorite characters. She's so fucking smart. She has a, she has a, so many good lines and I love the lines where she talks smart and the girls are like, what? And she's like, you've never seen that or you've never read that? Like, come right. on girls. Um, no, she's a great character. I do feel bad because I feel like she really does have a good heart and I feel like she just is in a shitty family. Um, the shittiest family out of the entire it, girls. And I feel like she could have thrived more had she not been in that family. Um, hmm. I mean, she's a fucking icon. I think she's an icon too. As we, you will find out if you haven't seen the show in about two seconds, they really do need her to be, to move this show along. Like she is uh, the end person basically. So they need her to, they definitely needed her and her story and Honestly, the entire, if you really think kind of about it, and I could be wrong because I'm not, you know, a pretty little liar expert here. She kind of is like the central part of the show. She, you know, know there's always like one character that the show's technically like kind of about, and this character's kind of like pushing us along and bringing us to the next story and going there. Like Spencer always had the most storylines, the most camera time, the most everything. So like she kind of was- yeah, the most tea, the most controversial issues. She's definitely yeah. the character that was like pushing the entire, the entire show along. I would put her, I would honestly put her next to Mona. Like she is, yep. she, her and Mona definitely pushed that, pushed the story quite a bit along the way. Yeah. Um, so the last two we have is, uh, CC Drake, mm-hmm. AKA who again? Charlotte De Laurentiis, aka previously Charles, previously Charles, <laughs> previously on Charles, previously Charles. 
this storyline um at the time didn't realize what it was but now looking back at it as a full-blown adult that understands the trans community just a smidge better not a lot better but just a smidge better Mm-hmm. this character was done dirty and this storyline I think is done dirty I think it's an inappropriate storyline I think it's villainizing trans people um and it's not a good it wasn't good I hope they if they reboot this like they say they're going to fucking do they do better in that category like I just don't they didn't yeah, like, need Charlotte could have been Charlotte like why did Charlotte have exactly. to be Charles to be sure like it should it could have just been fucking cc and that could have been it exactly it didn't like that the thing that i hate about things like that and even things about like sex scenes for example if it has nothing to do with moving the story forward then why are we doing it it's stupid it's dumb it's pathetic and it's low blow and it's also really kind of like lazy it's lazy yeah it really is no it wasn't like they they thought they probably thought doing that was like, oh my God, what a big shocker. And it's like, well, yeah, it's a big shocker that it's Cece. But when you're thinking this whole time, it's going to be Charles. Mm-hmm. You're like, Cece? Like, it just wasn't needed. It could have just been fucking Cece the whole time. And it, obviously it was, but Cece didn't have to be Charles. Like, they didn't have to do the trans storyline and make it this whole villain. No. They didn't have to be. Like, they could have made it to where the whole favoritism twin thing still could have been at play. It didn't have to be just because she was trans that, oh, her father loved her brother more or her father saw her as the villain just because she's trans and tried to drown Allie. Like, it didn't have to be that whole thing. Like, it was so stupid. It could have literally just been CC. They could have played out the same exact fucking way, but just been CC the whole time. Yeah. Um, It's really sad. Trans representation is important, but they do that a lot. They villainize trans people all the time in movies and TV series like that. And it's just fucked up because uh, they're not the villain. They're not no. villain because they're trans. Like it's they fucked put, up. They put them in villainous situations or they put them in situations that are sad or depressed yeah. or fucked up or they're, you know, the world's ending. It's like, God forbid a trans person's happy. Like, holy shit it's crazy yeah um so her character i thought was done really dirty um if you t- i guess if you take that part out of it completely i don't mind her character i think um her and allison's brother that whole situation's really fucked up i thought that yeah. that was that's really fucked up like i just i'm like i'm trying to understand where they thought that this character was a good because this character wasn't in the book right or she was in the book half of the shit that goes on in the show wasn't in the books yeah and like half the characters that we think are icons like mona for example died in like book one yeah a lot of people die in book one (laughs) so i mean i just don't understand cc i feel like the cc drake of it all is really bad like really bad writing really bad storyline really fucked up stuff that i mean i understand there's a lot of storylines on the show that are fucked up and trust me predators is number one on my list this (laughs) is definitely number two though you have a character that you represented as a trans person that you represented poorly and horribly on top of that not only did you do that but you also took that trans person and made them intentionally have an inappropriate relationship with their own biological sibling what the fuck yeah it's it's wrong it's so wrong she was done she was done wrong 
the person who played CC was not trans, which I that's think that's the is- other problem. Yeah, Vanessa Ray, I believe, but that that was obviously again that was different times, right? That wasn't a thing back then where people were like, oh, right, people who are gay or trans or should actually play these characters. People of color should actually play people of color. Like, it's a, wow, shocker. Crazy. So, yeah, she, I'm pretty sure, from what I know, I'm actually looking at her right now, I'm pretty sure she's not transgender. I don't think Um, she is. But, yeah, she, I don't really know where to put Cece, if I'm being honest. Her, uh, I'm gonna put her as a pretty little liar because we're just gonna go with neutral. Like, yeah, I don't want to throw her in the dollhouse. I don't want to throw her to Moa, but she's a hundred percent on an icon and she's a hundred percent on a lead character. Like, she deserves dollhouse because obviously she put the girls through the dollhouse. But like, right? But yeah, you know, you know, but childhood trauma, you know. Yeah, it happens. You know, your shitty families. <laughs> all right, and then our last character, the one we've all been waiting for. The one that we only learned about for one fucking episode, basically, of this entire goddamn fucking series. What's the, what is this bitch's name? Alex Drake. Alex Drake. It's me, Alex. I'm your twin. I'm British. I'm British. And I'm a really bad British. (laughs) Oh my God. Like, literally, they could have ended the series... They could have ended the series when they found out that Mona killed Cece mm-hmm. and we would have never known who Uber A was. Like they could have ended it there and I would have been happy. I would have been fine. I would have been like, who the fuck's Uber A? It's fine. Cause like, obviously that I, what I know now, I'm like, you know what? I could have lived without knowing. <laughs> <laughs> now that I know what I know, I want to know it. I know who Uber A is. I don't want to know because it still infuriates me. You know, it's funny though. I will still watch that series finale for the laughs because it's a joke. It's, oh, it's a fun- so joke. funny. You almost want like um, a whoopee cushion noise in the background when she shows up. It's like, it's me, your sister, Alex. And then it's like, hello, sister. And you're like, what the fuck? When she says, hello, sister. Oh my God. Oh my- like nails on a chalkboard this isn't Downton Abbey get over yourself it's so bad the worst storyline another another character that we we actually could have we could have lived without her she's worse than a blob like she just needs to be non-existent um so Alex Drake is Spencer's twin sister when so this this is a whole thing to untangle okay so spencer's dad we're gonna leave that to mike we're gonna leave it to mike he hasn't done that episode yet so you can't go too crazy no i'm gonna go crazy let me have my moment okay, go ahead go crazy this episode's dad, all about you it's all about you baby spencer's dad cheats on his wife with jessica de Laurentiis, which is allison's mom but little does he know that he's sleeping with Jessica's twin sister, Mary. She sneaks dun, dun, at the, dun. She sneaks out of Riley, Riley to get revenge and she ends up sleeping with him and ends up getting pregnant. Now this happens twice, okay? So the first time she gets pregnant with Jason and Cece. The second time she gets pregnant with Spencer and Alex. Now the second time, based on what they've told, because they've never really like finalized when it comes to Jason and Cece, I'm assuming that they weren't had in Radley, but Spencer and Alex were had in Radley. Um, and Alex 
was not adopted. Alex was kept in Radley Sanitarium while Spencer was adopted by the Hastings. Poor Spencer. Um, <laughs> she should have stayed with her twin sister and suffered in Radley with her and they could have taken yeah. the world. Um, <laughs> now so that's Alex, a fucking show I would have watched. Right? So Alex, um, event, I guess supposedly Alex's storyline is she comes back and she finds out about Spencer through Ren and she just won't she just won't friends like that that fight for each other she wants a family and she decides to pull a mary drake and pretend to be spencer in multiple different scenes she does a she does a mary drake and sleeps with spencer's uh ex-boyfriend toby um it's just it wasn't needed it was stupid um when you are doing a show like this and you have all of us guessing each episode who is going to be Uber A. Um, and you make it a character that we have just met in like the last 15 minutes of this episode. Uh, no, of the series well, yeah, finale. The se- this, we've never known this character ever, even though they can be like, well, you did. You just didn't know. It. I'm like, shut your whore mouth. Okay. <laughs> you are a piece of shit for putting this character on our TV series on this show on my screen i didn't ask for this this is good television it's already no. like listen criminal liars it's batshit crazy which is why i love it but it's dumpster not fire. it's not an amazing show it's no. dumpster but it's good dumpster fire yes i would have rather you need to, you either needed to have it be one of the main six girls which they kind of teased with you that it was going to be aria because i know a lot of people wanted to see aria be that they mm-hmm. kind of had Arya on the A team for a little bit, which was kind of cool. But it was like, okay, we know that she's not A because obviously that's already out the window now. Right. Um, but it, it, she just, she's trash. We don't need her. I don't no. care about her. You don't, I don't nope. have any empathy for her. I don't know anything about her. They didn't wrap it up like Ocean's and- Eleven style. That's how they should have wrapped it up. Ocean's Eleven style where they take the last like, 15 minutes and they're all like and they just show every single thing this person's ever done to bring it all around together and be like look at this and they don't even do that no it was stupid it was trash again i would have wished i wished it was somebody that was a series regular on the show that was a uber a at the end um yeah it was awful so yeah if they ever do a remake when they do because supposedly they're talking about it which i'm really fucking excited um i don't want to hear that name ever again and if i hear it i'm not watching (laughs) i'm excited but i'm also like not excited i don't know like i just don't i i will be more my excitement level will happen when i finally when they finally release the plot because like i just want to know what it what is it is it brand new because they've already done that they already did that so or is it a continuation? Like, are the lead girls going to come back? Cause they're all alive. No one died. They're all alive. Yeah. But Spencer's apparently Spencer's alive. Everybody's alive. So what are they going to do? I just want to spin off with Mona. Can we just do just Mona? I'd take, Mo- well, of course yeah. you had the spinoff with Allison. I was like, Oh, torture yeah. me. Oh, care about Mona. Oh my God. Like, I, I will take, I'm not going to lie though. I would take the spinoff with Alex because I just want to hear Trian do a horrible British accent. Oh, I don't want my sister. Hearing. Oh, shit. Hello. Sister. Hello, sister. 
know. I cannot wait to watch. So Mike's Mike uh, has one more chunk of those episodes left. Yeah. You don't understand. He's my sarcasm queen. I cannot mm-hmm. wait for him to do. Hello, sister. <laughs> wait for him to talk about like Caleb and Spencer and trash. Oh, so much insane shit that happens in the last like half of season six and then season seven is just chaos. I'm excited to see what his take is on it. <laughs> trash. So I'm putting I'm putting Alex in the dollhouse, and she's right next to Allison De Laurentiis. I hope you both yep. get tortured together. <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. Hi. Guess what? Archie Stay right there. That's great. My my child. I can, you can't see his face though, because we're not allowed to have his face on the internet. That's right. I love you. Can you give me give me like 10 minutes and I'll let you talk to Titi, okay? Okay. And that's my child. Um, <laughs> um so this is, this is what we have left boys and girls and days. This is what we have. And I think this is a great tier system. If you don't agree with it, I don't care. And I know you don't care. So no. back off. Well, I'm interesting as to why you think somebody should be moved from something. Yes, I do. Um, I do understand that. And I want to know your reasonings. I want to know funny things. I want to know it all. If you've never watched the show though, it is on HBO max. Um, I know in Canada it's on Netflix. Um, it's a batshit crazy show and I do think yeah. it's fun to watch. So yeah. if you like crazy, like drama shows, pretty little lives is where it's at. I literally watch it every night to fall asleep too, because it's my comfort show because I know what happens in it. Yep. So I can go to bed knowing that I'm not going to miss anything. Yeah. Pretty little lives um, is that shit. It's so funny. You and I will sit there when we're together and we just watch yep. episode after episode and we commentate the whole thing. Cause it's, so bad it's so good yeah no I it's great it. so i hope you enjoyed this because i know you've needed to pick I, me up i love for little liars so i would oh my god yes i'm no i'm definitely excited for his third episode um even steph sat and watched the second episode with me and that was two hours and she sat it's and she was fucking hilarious like, it's, it's good shit yes because he's he's not trying to make convince you that pretty little liars is a good show at all yeah He's no. like, this is garbage. And yeah. here is why. And also PS, I'm clinically obsessed with this. And it's part yeah. of my personality. <laughs> <You love me. laughs> I love it so much. And I love you. And I'm so excited. And we don't have anybody to talk about today. It just, no. I just wanted to literally just do this because I know how much you love pretty large. I know you need to pick me up in life right now. And I just thought this would be fun and silly and goofy. And we've been obsessed with Mike's Mike. Again, I will link him below. He's so incredible. Follow his podcast on Patreon, follow on YouTube and follow his channel. He's so fucking incredible. I can't believe I've never seen this guy in my life until now. So I highly recommend. So follow the links down below, follow us. We love you guys and we'll see you. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. All right. Let me. Hey guys, before we start the episode, just wanted to remind you to go to our Patreon and become a member of the I Hate the Internet fam. You get a monthly bonus episode, unedited episodes with no ads, along with video versions of the episode. It's only $3 a month. Go to patreon.com slash I hate the internet. That's patreon.com slash I hate the internet and become a patron today.